This is Nova Church Halifax, where we love God and love people. Tune in as past teaches from God's Word and how we can have a Nova life, a new life. Hey, good morning, church. Good morning. Yeah, we are so Happy glad. Sunday. Happy Sunday or whenever you're watching this. And a very good point. Good point. It's yeah. changed, right? You can watch it whenever Wherever you want, whenever you want. And we are online. Pastor Matt said it so well earlier in the service today. We're online. We've been, do you know that song, We've Been Everywhere, Man? Is that a Johnny Cash song? Pastor Matt, is that a Johnny, We've Been Everywhere, Man? Is that, in the comments, is that a Johnny, I think it's Johnny Cash. Uh, We've been everywhere, man. We've been everywhere. We're good at it. So we're in the middle, our team is amazing at it. We're in the middle of the venue menu. Uh, And if you've been keeping up every spring, um, we, our venue is a challenge to rent because there's so many other organizations. So we get creative and we've been creative this season. Yes. Uh, we've had uh, different nights, Friday nights, and we've had last week, we're at a different venue downtown. So amazing. Oh, I so really many love people, that venue. they found it. It's always amazing. Uh, we called it our Marco, Marco Polo service. We just walked out literally, if you were there, if you were watching and we yelled Marco and hundreds of people yelled back Polo, you found it. But this week, uh, we are online, and you've joined us. We were just on the chat a second ago, and so many on YouTube and Facebook. And then next week, we are... Back at the theater. For two weeks in a row. Next back week is Mother's Day. Rose for yeah. Mother's Day. I'm so excited about that. And not to downplay Mother's Day, because it's going to be great. Right. The week after, I'm very excited about Yes. Waffles and worship. You guys, it I is like gonna, waffles. Yeah, it's going to smell amazing when you walk in that venue. <laughs> is that the presence of God? No, that's waffles. No, it's waffles. It will help the presence of God, I guarantee. We're gonna, and and so if you've never worshipped after eating waffles, it's an experience. Yeah. It's amazing. So bring your kids. Like, you don't even have to feed them. Just come to church and have some waffles. It'll be the best ever. And there's always Great good Sunday. coffee. We love drinking coffee and talking together. Uh, this is fun. Yeah. This is really fun about, because um, you guys get to be on the couch. We thought we should too and drink our coffees. Yes. It's very fun. So we wanted to have a conversation today. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to invite you in on a conversation we've been having. Which is typically what we do in the morning time. I hook him in to my conversations in the morning. He tends to be a little bit quiet. He won't be today. Um, and we have some of the best conversations in the morning around our coffee on mm. the couch. We just renovated, um, like a lot of people um, were working on their spaces where they live, their apartments, their condos, their houses. Anyway, we've been in the same house for almost, well, for a decade and a half, over a decade and a half, and we just renovated our basement, and um, we call it our cottage. <laughs> we don't have a cottage. We have a basement now, but because it's so new to us, we call it our cottage, and Nancy's like, you want to come to the cottage for coffee and conversation? And I just grunt because I don't speak before nine. And um, we go downstairs. And we hang out and drink our coffees. And if I'm really fortunate, he'll come outside with me. We have a patio in the back. and she, <laughs> No, it's still, it's still too cold here in Halifax. In. Um, but again, we just have... We open up our heart and have the best conversations. And out of those conversations flow direction and personal things it's it's awesome so we thought we would have the same kind of conversation today and we'd let you in on it and again in these conversations it becomes the the precipice or even the catalyst Mm -hmm. for things as a family but also as a church and as your pastors we have these conversations um and out of their loves desires 
longings that we feel God's doing, even frustrations, out of that comes either solving things or planning things. Definitely how we direct, um, we feel God leading our church. So Mm -hmm. today, a little different vibe, but we wanted you to be, um, feel like you're a part of the conversation today. Um, You can call it cottage conversations or coffee and conversations, but we just want to talk as as pastors and as your pastors and invite you in on this conversation that if you were sitting here with us, that you would hear some things that we feel are are motivating, driving, leading um, us as a church in this season and and the next. Mm. we love so many things happening right now. Oh my gosh, we love so many things about our church. Even though the venue changes, it is it still keeps us guessing and moving and I love that we have had all the new babies back at our church because the season of COVID reproduced. <laughs> it was fantastic. If you can figure out what's happening in there, um, you know, it is social distancing from others caused non-social distancing with those you live with. Anyway, got a lot of babies. We got a lot of babies and we are seeing all those newborns. It's and so fun. It's so to sweet. To see mom and dads bringing their kids and these They're little five-week-old, six-week-old, yeah. six-months-olds coming that we've never met. Little tinies and then the ones that are walking that we never saw and just um that's Pastor been Matt and so Emily fun. I love that had a little baby Josiah at church last week at uh, downtown that was so so sweet so sweet yeah um, we also love in this season we talk about this a lot it's always been a challenge at Nova where we don't um well we say we didn't know half people there um just because um our church has been growing but um there's been so many guests in this season but what's been fun for our lobby team, our guest team for us, is to see how many guest bags are gone each week. Every week. Yeah. And we tell you to come and get them, but you do. You show up, you connect, you grab one, and... And the Bibles that are the given. The Bibles. And then next steps, just people saying, I want to be a part. Mm-hmm. And I know it's challenging to come out, and there's so many things people are navigating, and they're a little um, hesitant um, with being out in large groups and t- people navigating so many things. But we are seeing so many people want community in person, um, people joining online. But to see people join in person um, and to see the lobbies full of, of conversation, to hear conversation, that's been fun. You know what else? You've, you've loved this. You've loved when we did Friday night churches. You loved what was happening before the service. Okay, so you guys know we we look like we're super organized and <laughs> and um, intentional with our plans. I but almost really, bit my coffee on that one. We're just extremely resourceful. And so when we sat around and talked as a staff, we thought, what element can we bring in to our venue menu that would be so amazing for families? And the pizza nights were fantastic. Where we, um, where we provided pizza for anybody that showed up. Yeah, we we gave out a ton of pizza, and everybody got to have some supper. The good new fee I am, I call it supper, before church. And the conversation around those cafeteria tables was so fun. I loved being able to link people it together. It felt like a little bit like speed dating. That not, not that I've done speed dating, but it like we've Na- seen it. Nancy was walking around, we've seen, seen someone's kind of sitting by themselves. She's like, "Hey, come meet this come group." Meet these 
and come meet with this group of guys and this guy would be sitting there, hey, you need to make friends, and she'd just plunk them down and go, everybody, this is so-and-so, yes. be friends. Yes. And then she'd walk away. It was like, it was amazing. It was amazing because we've come out of yeah. that season mm. of, you know, social distancing. And we truly felt like everybody got to have a meal together and have conversation. It was fun. Which was so good. Another thing I've loved, uh, just it feels like a m- six months ago now, was Easter. Um, I, I personally Easter just... Easter was the best. I loved a couple things. Yeah. But one thing I loved was just the stained glass windows. Uh, if, you, if you saw that. incredible. Is it LCD or LED? LED. LED, right? Matt? Yeah. Pastor Matt. See, he, I knew that. Pastor Matt, we, are you, what generation? Are you a millennial? What are you? Yeah. I just speak to the millennials. <laughs> I don't know what I am, but I'm just like, I need help with terms. Um, but uh, we had the LED screens that we looked like um, stained glass windows, which again, you feel like you always want what you never had. You grew yeah. up in a very traditional style church yes. that would have had stained glass. Yes, I which didn't. was just so beautiful. So I enjoyed it. So that was fun for me. But Easter that was, was really fun. good. I love our team. Mm. I mean, it goes without saying that we have the best serving team. Mm. Um, you know, they they have a life outside our church. They they navigate things, but every time we build an experience for people to be closer to God, our team are in. Yeah. And like, you know, we have new lanyards, and it says "Here to Serve." Um, that sounds really trivial, mm. but it describes our team. Yeah. They're here to serve, and I have loved this season coming back and gathering. <sighs> And watching everybody mm. be a part, jump in, and I, and serve. I just remembered something else I loved. It's not spiritual at all. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not even sure the right term. Like when we were planning Easter, you're like, "Yep, we're, we're going to get those wavy things." <laughs> there was no real. Sometimes I'm living out my childhood dreams, and that was just I just want. I hey. wanted a large gorilla or something outside, but I thought that does that would be wrong. Doesn't scream Easter no. like the cross or the Easter no, Bunny. No, no, and but. I just really want to get that monkey off my back. Um, so we went with the sky wavers, but that was fun. That was fun. That was really fun. Um, what do you we, feel like, and, but in our conversations when we talk, we, we're always bragging on people. We brag on our kids. We brag mm-hmm. on our church. And it's not a line. Like, we're just really overwhelmed no, really with easy. thankfulness. Yeah. There's yeah. so many things. They we, work hard. We, we, one thing we do as a church, we do well is we celebrate. Mm-hmm. I think we celebrate each other. So many people are just trying to push each other down all the time. I don't know if you felt that here on the East Coast. I feel that. I don't know where you're watching from today, all of you, but there's a little bit of that. Have you heard that analogy, crabs in the bucket, that you can put a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket and not put a lid on? Because they'll keep themselves in the bucket. One crab will try to crawl out, and the other crab is like, nope, not today. You know, Um, We kind of have that on the East Coast. I feel like as a church, we don't pull each other down. We push each other up. Mm -hmm. And in our church, we celebrate each other. Um, But we also talk about things that we need, that we feel like... God, what do you want to do next? Where do you want to pull us higher? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to lift us up? Where do you want us to focus in and um, grow? Mm-hmm. And we've been having a conversation as um, as leaders together. And personally. Yeah. There go my reading glasses. And we've been talking about together. And we've even brought it into Thank staff you. meetings. We brought it into personal conversations with friends. Like it, It's overflowing right now. Mm-hmm. In every conversation we're every having. Every single one. Um, Isn't that cool? And it started in me last spring around this time. Um, and we were talking. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we've gone through this together as a fall. And then really I've seen it even just this, this um, 
this hunger, I would say, or this awareness, or definitely a passion for you in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to kind of focus in on that today, where we feel like our church is going, mm-hmm. where we, um, we just really feel what like God's need. leading us, what yeah. we need. Yeah. Um, again, I can't help but shout out the many facets of our church. Mm. Um, I'm so thankful that personally, I got what I needed this year from a Nova group in particular. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Nova Group leaders. Nova Shout group out to leaders, Nova Groups. Yeah. Um, those type of atmosphere, atmospheres mm. and relationships that get built in, in those moments are really precious. And I am not... When I was younger, I didn't need very much personal space. Like, I really was a big extrovert. But I think what uh, crept in during COVID was I became a little bit um, introverted and you, you just don't want to be around people or have the need. And Nova Groups just awakened mm. that need for relationship. But personally, our book in our Nova Group is called Don't Miss Out. And it's about the Holy Spirit. We're going to give that book away to a couple people in the chat today, I, YouTube and Facebook. So the hosts are going to pick someone. If you're listen, just saying hi, um, feel free to just comment. But we're going to pick up people. Yes. And you've so enjoyed this book. This we're going to send this book to some people. Listen, we, we lead this community, but being a part of this Nova group and learning and being in this group with these women, and it, it's been life-changing. Mm. It has been what I've needed. And it has led out of the conversations, out of the depths of our heart. I didn't even know what I needed. Right. And then, and God's so faithful. And so what we've been wrestling with, which has come up in this group, and it's funny because um, if you've been following Nova at all for the last six months, all we've been talking about is prayer. Yes. Every series of prayer. And then, and and then in the winter we said in January, I really feel like we need to move into more awareness of you know, the Trinity and primarily the Holy Spirit, who he is yeah. and the gifts he brings. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of that conversation has been a desire, but your Nova group is really focused on uh, on the person of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the series we just came out of on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to, we feel like as a church, we haven't scratched the surface, tip of the iceberg. And we're, we're getting excited. And I've been in this a long time as a follower of Christ. You've been in now a long time, but you didn't grow up in this. But we feel a real fresh passion, excitement, and just awareness of how much we don't have yeah. Yeah. and how much <laughs> is available in our faith, primarily through the Holy Spirit. Um, I think I've read things really different um, because of the depths of our heart going there with the Holy Spirit and... Um, there's a real strengthening of mm. power that has come from our conversations about the Holy Spirit. Mm. And um, I, I feel like our everybody watching can experience that same strengthening of power as we unpack mm. the Holy Spirit a little bit more mm. this morning I, in our conversation. I'm just, I always it's, picture what's happening on the other side of the camera. Yes. Whenever I'm preaching, uh, whenever we're doing things, and if you, if you haven't been around church, you're like, okay, great. You know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. If you've been around church, you probably have an opinion. And, um, and I did. But some of us grew up in really, I wouldn't say weird churches, great churches. But sometimes there's some weird moments. 
And um, I'm not going to lie. I'm here for those two. Yeah. I love those moments. <laughs> but yeah, because sometimes you're, you're like, I, I like unpredictable. Oh. But sometimes just, again, I, I don't know who who's watching. I like, I don't like to be surprised. Like, like. I don't like to be surprised, I like to know what's gonna happen. I want to enjoy it and I want to know what's happening. Like I don't like surprise parties, I don't like being scared, I don't like You don't like geckos in the barbecue cover? No, I don't like when geckos <laughs> show up when we're traveling and oh, that I just I just so funny. I don't like and so, you know, I just like things being planned. And sometimes the Holy Spirit in churches comes across as very we we represent him weird. Let me which leads me to my question I want I to discuss. Just, let's... What are some misconceptions people have? It's funny, see, we seem very comfortable talking about God the Father. We seem, even if you don't have a faith, or maybe you're new to the faith, it's like, we've heard enough about Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, okay, God the Son, we wrap our head around Easter, we wrap... It seems like God the Holy Spirit in the Trinity, the person of the Holy Spirit, is either ignored, forgotten, or there's misconceptions. What are some misconceptions you, that you've had, maybe, or you feel mm-hmm. like people have about the Holy Spirit? I think there is one generic um, misconception, and that is the mystery of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, I feel like our culture is very um, spiritual, and I think it leans sometimes in the mystical and things that are a little offside. Mm. But, um, you know, yes, the Holy Spirit is a mystery, but He's not totally a mystery. I think one of the misconceptions is he's the last of importance. Oh, that's good. You know, like um, growing up in the Catholic Church, I learned really early about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because we did this little thing called, you would bless yourself, not this little thing. It was important to our tradition as a Catholic, but you would bless yourself, make a sign of the cross. I always get this backwards. I you never know do. how to, so I kind of you do a circle. I'm okay. just kind of like... So, uh, side note, one time we went to Newfoundland for Christmas, the only time in the 22 years we've been married, (laughs) and we went to the Catholic Church, and it was so fun, and Mike was so out of place. He, he's like, do we kneel? Do we stand? They were repeating the priest, and I didn't know when to repeat? And... What, and blessing yourself was you you had no way like no like, to go. I felt like I was a first base coach. I didn't know yes, what the deal was like. Did. Are we sliding? Are we are what we rounding are third? Signs? I didn't know what we were doing. But and I, you I, also broke the main doors that were only used in our parish for funerals and I was first, weddings. I was first one to leave and the door wouldn't open. I panicked and I started pushing on it and that door broke the and door like, broke. The you handle, punched it. The handle fell off. And then I tried to nail it back on with my hand. I started punching, and blood's coming. Anyway, it was an experience. Yes, it was. So back to the story about how, as a little girl, I learned to bless myself in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I've been saying that my whole life, Mm. but had no idea about the relationship. Mm. And because the Holy Spirit was mentioned last, I think a misconception that crept into my life was that he was the least. Mm. Um, that couldn't be more of a misconception. Because yeah. if you think about it this way, like people with three children, like Pastor Matt for an example, they have Leo, they have Eliseo, and now they have baby Josiah. When they list the name of their children, 
It's not in order of significance. Oh, that's good. It's not. It's, it's just because they're listing their children. And I would say a misconception big time is mm. that the Holy Spirit is the least or not as significant. And I just, I'm glad we're talking about his power mm. today. His I, power. I grew up in a church. We didn't call him the Holy Spirit. We called him the Holy Ghost. <gasps> which sounds which even sounds more mystical man kind of just holy ghost yeah, like I, yeah. I just if you grew up in, in my flavor of church you know exactly what i'm talking about it's just the holy ghost um but i think the biggest misconception i think in our faith which i feel the battle in when we're building church when we're doing services when we're inviting people into community is that like church faith fits in a two-hour hour service on Sunday morning. And I think the biggest bust out of that box of, I guess that's what I fight, is that church is not a service. Right. And your faith is not a service. And I think the people that have, that don't understand or don't enjoy their faith enough think it's a service. So it doesn't <laughs> flow into the other compartments of their life. It doesn't flow into their marriage, their singleness, their parenting, their, their jobs, their, their passions, their funds. I think those that understand faith that it's it's not a service that's where you come to celebrate but it's and the holy spirit the misconception is that you leave god at church that's so, so you, good baby. so like yeah i remember growing up people would leave their bible at church to save their seat for the next week mm -hmm. and i felt like people would do that with their faith and the holy spirit wow. the biggest misconception is the holy spirit that god is there and we come and you you pick him back up when you come back into the building or you join join back online the holy spirit is with us God with us. See, Jesus said, I'm sending a helper. And I just, I think, I think the misconception is we think he's weird. He's not weird. He's present. And if you have God there in your life, go. amazing things happen. Yes. He is with us. But I think the biggest misconception is our faith. Even if you're watching this, you don't, you're new to faith. But even if you're in this, I think what we wrestle with is faith is, if you're a dream team, setting up coffee and banners and kids ministry and, and playing guitar. Mm -hmm. And then we walk away and we're like, mentally, we, we kind of say, see you next week. Yeah. And we, I think we say it to God. Maybe we don't mentally astute to that, but we're just kind of subconsciously going, see you next week. Yes. And the Holy Spirit goes, no, 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 I'm with you. Where are we going for lunch? Yes. You know, let's go, road trip. Yes. And I just, the misconception is that you leave God and the Holy Spirit's not that. Let me ask you this. How would you describe your relationship? Because, again, being personal today, mm -hmm. how would you describe your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Very practically, um, He's my guide. He is the tour guide. Mm. Um, I think that you're, you, can, you can do anything alone. You can. Um, but the experience you have in doing things alone is really lonely. Mm. And um, you don't have help. You don't have outside support. Um, and I think that it hinges on your experience, who you do life with. Mm. I think your spiritual walk of faith hinges on having the Holy Spirit as your guide. Mm. Um, very practically, we, we go to New York. We love the city of New York. Mm. And we would do the red tour buses. And they're double-decker. They're in most big cities in the world. Yes. You, you get on these you red bus tours, and they take you around the city. And I think for me, I learned about that in London. Like, they mm. look like the big double-decker um, red buses. But we would pick these tour buses 
to take us all around the city, like oh, going um, over to Brooklyn Heights in the nighttime yeah, when yeah. the sun was setting. Yeah, beautiful. They timed it perfect. Do yeah, you remember those? It was beautiful. Um, and your tour guide was very interesting. Very different experiences depending on the person who was your it guide. It was an amazing experience or a horrible experience based on oh who gosh. you got as okay, a tour okay. guide. Honest. That last tour guide we had when we went with our friends who would say things like, he, he wasn't very um, he, knowledgeable of the city. He wasn't passionate about his he job. Wasn't. And right here used to be a store. And the store is not here anymore. And he had a lapel mic. No. What did he use for his microphone? He had like a headset. Okay. Well, he wasn't aware that he would make these weird sounds. Well, he didn't care. No, I don't think he was aware. I'm going to give him that credit. That once he would say his little part, he would go, hmm. He would breathe. He, he, it's like he was burping and sighing. He was like, hmm. And like, you'd be on this bus. You're like, what? But remember, funniest. he'd be like, see that building there? They filmed a movie there once. He there had no information about the movie. Nothing. I was like, okay. And then he's We laughed so hard. I didn't learn anything on that tour, but I laughed a lot. It was fantastic. Listen, yeah. and again, if you, going back to painting the picture of what the Holy Spirit is like <laughs> as a guide. <laughs> it's so powerful. <laughs> I forgot to about him. To have the Holy Spirit as your tour guide. As... Um, you make a home sweet home for him mm. and he is everywhere and the experience you have in your Christian faith really hinges on if you allow him to be activated in your life. That's a good point because again, a lot, of people, a lot of people start a relationship with Jesus at an altar, over a camera, maybe a conversation um, mm. and then they kind of feel like they're on their own. Yeah. And I've been a lot of things in my faith journey and I have a rich heritage of growing up in faith, which I'm really thankful for. Maybe sometimes I talk about things I don't like or maybe things I want to change, but I am so thankful for the community I grew up in, my parents, the way they led us. I've felt a lot of things in my faith, but I've never felt alone. Wow. I've been frustrated. I've been confused. I've been hurt. I've been excited. Mm -hmm. I've never felt alone in my faith. And because um, I always felt like I was being guided. And, that, and as we're talking more, you know, it, it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. For me, if I had to describe my relationship, I'm going to date myself when I say this. I don't even know if my kids would know this show. I think most would know the show. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. And remember when you get to a difficult part, you like, you could like ask the audience yes. and they would narrow it down mm -hmm. to four choices to 50-50 or you could phone a friend. And you had this one smart friend. I don't know. Maybe in the chat, write who your smart friend is. Everybody's got one smart friend. If you don't have one, it's probably you. You're I have my a, smart I have a, I'm your smart friend. Oh, you that's my sweet. Smart I, have, I mean it though. I have a lot of smart friends, but you, there's that one friend that you would call if you're stumped. And on the show, they always call and like some of these guys were calling their dads or they're calling their professor. I feel like for me, the Holy Spirit is like my phone a friend. Um, I just feel, I honestly feel like I have an unfair advantage, mm -hmm. though it's for everybody. He's for everyone. I feel like I can have like knowledge I shouldn't know. When I'm talking to people and it's mm -hmm. challenging, I feel like he'll, he gives me the right words and tone because the right thing said the wrong way is wrong. Mm -hmm. oh, I think the Holy Spirit helps your tone. I believe he gives me direction. I, like we're sitting here today as a direction of God speaking to you and me. Yes. I always Absolutely. say he's like, he's like my phone a friend. Mm -hmm. That's who he is to me. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Why is it important to talk about the Holy Spirit 
and not just Jesus and God the Father. Why is that? Why are we having this conversation today mm. over coffee? I think, I, I, I think, and again, we've been walking through this. I think people, what people don't know about, they avoid or what they're uncomfortable with. There's always the conversation that's not happening in every conversation. So true. Like, I don't know if you've, you, I know I've had this, we've had these, we've had these moments where there's people that we know that when you walk into a room, the first thing you think is don't go there in the conversation. Right, no we've, goes. We've never had more no-go zones, haven't we? Like, right. okay, we're not talking about politics. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about COVID. Right. We're not talking about... Alcohol. We're not talking about... And we have these lists because mm -hmm. we know it's a struggle here. It's a hot, They're very passionate. We disagree. Or we don't know where people stand. We don't want to go off. We want to make sure it's... You know, there's always those... I've never been more more aware of areas that you you walk in going. We're not going to go there, right? Um, and I think with the whole, we're comfortable with God the Father. We're comfortable with God the Son Jesus, and I think there's a lot of either we don't know, or we've been around really uncomfortable situations, maybe in our upbringing, so we don't talk with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like what's missing is a closeness and awareness of how good he is. Mm -hmm. Because in my faith, where I feel frustrated isn't in God the Father of he loves me. It's not in God the Son that Jesus died for me. I feel like I'm powerless or I feel like mm. I'm weak. Wow. Like, mm. I think it's Paul says, why do I do the things I don't want to mm. do? And why don't I do the things that I want to do? It's a lack of um, power. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important because the Holy Spirit, his job, his, his DNA, his whole mission is to empower us not to be weird, not to build a name for ourselves, but to follow Jesus. I love that. So we, we talk mm -hmm. every Bible study, every message, every small group is live like Jesus. There's bracelets. What would Jesus do? It's always like, who does Jesus love? How does Jesus speak? Who does Jesus value? And then we get frustrated when I can't love those people, I can't reach those people, I can't live pure enough mm -hmm. because I'm trying to live like Jesus and it's like I'm ignoring the, the one part of God, the person of God that says, by the way, I'm the strength. So what I hear you saying is there's no lack of loving Jesus, the human that walked on this earth. Mm. The person that died on the cross for us, our absolute, undeniable Savior. Yeah. However, there is a lack of the power of the Holy Spirit. I feel, this is going to be a great confession. The camera's right on me right now. I feel really weak at times in my faith. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem saying that. I don't feel like that makes me, I think that makes us better leaders. Like, I have not been frustrated with the love of God or the truth of God. I've been frustrated with myself. Yeah. Why can't I follow? And I get frustrated with our church because the last thing I want is people to experience a service and go, yeah, no different than going to a community group or a club. I felt nothing because I know I've had moments where I've felt the divine power and help and encouragement of God. And I know... Three songs and a message and coffee and small groups will not change anybody over the long haul. And you see people, they come, they get, they get enamored and excited about community, and then after a while that fades. 
And I do know this, that the Holy Spirit is what's been missing in my life uh, on awareness and power. And that's what our church needs. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like in this season, um, when I see people struggling, and then they feel guilt for not following Jesus. I'm like, it's when they not- don't have the actual power, because human strength mm. does not produce supernatural power. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're in a culture where it says you can help yourself. You can help yourself, and I think we've um, settled for that. Yeah. And following Jesus has given us that idea of the human side, the human side, but the power side, the power side is really important and needs to be talked about. I'm really aware that there's power missing in the church. Like, that's not a criticism. No, it is. Like, when I read, Yeah. which is not outdated, it's funny because salvation is not outdated. We never say, well, that was for yesterday. That was for a thousand right, years ago. Right, we never talk right. about... We don't do so, that. We never say, well, you know, heaven, that's a yeah. concept for thousands. That's not for today. But when we skip over into the book of Acts onward, we're like, hey, I, I want to live like Acts. Like, I want people to be healed. I want to be able to say no to my moods and yes to God's will. I want to be able to push past disappointment and apathy. And I see... Men and women just doing great exploits, loving people. And I'm like, I want that. And I think, I think, you know, I said the statement before, and it, it sounds really controversial, but Jesus is not enough. Mm-hmm. And he said I'm not enough. That's why he left. He's like, by the mm-hmm. way, I need to go and send the third person, the third personality of God, of the Trinity, because I'm here or I'm there, but if I send him, he's with you, he's with you, he's with you wherever you're watching today, he's in Yarmouth, he's in Halifax, he's in, he's in the Philippines, he's in Bedford, he's in Toronto, and I just want more power in my life. Like, I just know God is so good, Jesus is so wonderful, and there's more. And I, the older I get, the more I'm aware, we do not have a corner on this, we don't have this nailed down. No. We need, we need more enjoyment, we need more passion, we need more love, We need more power. Um, In Ephesians 3, verse 14, um, Paul was praying for the Ephesians, and he made such an amazing point that not just any power, but the power of the Holy Spirit is what needs to strengthen us. And this is what he says. For this reason I kneel, which just speaks to... Mm. Um, it really implies humility and urgency because the tradition of the first century Jewish Christian was you stood to pray. Mm. But Paul doesn't hear, and he says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, for whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power. Mm. through his spirit in your inner being. Mm. Not just strengthen you, strengthen you with power. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's why it's just not great and amazing and incredible to talk about our Savior. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. I think where I've been frustrated, and we're going to pray in a moment, pray for you watching today, pray for ourselves, 
Is what I've been frustrated with myself is I feel like I'm not strong enough. It, it's it's real. It's humanity. Anybody else feel that? Like, like I think it's pretty clear what God, how God wants us to live. I just feel like I don't have the gas in the tank. I don't have the willpower. I don't. And then I just read this and go, "You're right. I'm not strong enough." And some people like some people are really strong and motivated. Wow. They read a book a week. They're they're like they work out nonstop. They do budgets. Yeah. Like they just like they have their life together. And yeah. I've, and I'm always aware of like I don't feel like I have it all together. And then even in my faith, I feel like I do well for like. And then I'm like I just feel like I don't have that oomph. And then I, as I read scripture, I realize what encourages me. Literally, when you flip from the gospels into Acts, any one of the gospels over to Acts, is the night and day difference in these men and women. My gosh, babe, Peter. Peter's transformation, and I don't mean to cut you off, but mm. when you said the men and women and the big change, like Peter, Peter had a rough go yeah. following when Jesus the man yeah. walked this earth. He denied him. Yeah. Um, and the evidence and the transformation of literally after Jesus rose, and the Holy Spirit came. And for people to Peter walk, Peter was different. And people to walk into our community, like, I love that they meet friends. I love that they're in a place where they feel safe. That's been the number one comment we've heard from our church, which we did not plan. It was never in our vision statement. A safe place, feel safe. But I also, which, yeah, I also right. grieve because I'm thinking, unless they understand that God is with us, this isn't enough. And that's why even during COVID, like people are like, I miss gathering in person. I'm like, I do too. But it was never enough. And when I see people then get aware of what God's calling them to live and they feel like I can't do that. Like this book is not difficult. It's impossible. <laughs> but then I see the frustration yeah. and I'm like, you, there's so much more. There's and in so my life, more. I just, I get excite, excited knowing it's not willpower I need, it's his power. And that sounds like such a line, but there's more. Like, when you're around somebody that's full of God, they're so refreshing. Mm -hmm. we, we, we were just away for a few days on a spiritual retreat with some, a great ministry um, with some other national leaders. And we met people, and I'm just like, you are just full of something more than just positivity and good quotes from Instagram. You're full of, right? I mean, you can walk this earth and again, like you talked about, you can be resourceful, you can be smart, you can be brilliant, you can be compassionate, you can be a lot of things. But in that room, in these last couple of days, there was true humility. And life and life that not just life gives you mm. that it is truly an intimacy mm. with the holy spirit that that you see all over these people all over them and we talk about as our church and we're going to close here um in a minute I'll give you a chance to sum up your thoughts on this but we get excited about the amount of guests and people joining community but there's another side of us that is almost hesitant because unless they understand unless they have a chance to experience God 
they are going to be lonely outside the church, yeah. and it's going to become a shrine or a museum of, I can't wait to get to that worship, that preaching, that coffee. And we enjoy that, but that's not our faith. It's our coming together to celebrate our faith. It's not our faith. And mm -hmm. I just, there's so much more available. He, God is so good. He's so personable. And I've also learned when you have the Holy Spirit, you don't get as disappointed because people will disappoint mm -hmm. you. Churches will disappoint mm -hmm. you. Spouses will disappoint you. Government will disappoint you. But God is so real. And I am f 47 in a couple weeks. And I realize I still need so much change. And God still wants to do so much change. And I see myself changing. I'm loving what I'm seeing God doing in my life. And there's so much more I want him to do. And if people can have an experience with God the Father who had the plan. God the Son who was the plan to rescue us. But then God the Holy Spirit that says, hey, let me help you follow the plan. Jesus. And uh, I just, when I see people becoming like Jesus and it's not willpower, it's not, I'm going to read, I'm going to pray, I'm going to just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push down my own desires and wants and preferences and just be holy. When, <laughs> when it's like you see a divine mm. acceptance and welcoming of God and he starts to do it beautifully, that is so encouraging. And I want, I want more of him in my life. I do too. Final, final thoughts. Because as a church, we, you know, we've been talking with the Holy Spirit more. We always have. Yeah, we, we just feel there's a fresh, hey, this is where God, you want us to. We want a church that is vibrant in the building and outside the building. We want faiths to be stronger. We want giftings. We also want character to be stronger. We want people to not feel exhausted in their faith, but invigorated. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Um, we did just teach our people about the spiritual gifts mm -hmm. and the big illustration that we wanted to use was actually put a box on the stage, Mike, and, ha and pull the gifts out of the box. Like unwrap it. Unwrap it. Um, I would really like for the Holy Spirit to get out of that box. Mm. Um, I feel like that would be a great place for our church and community to go. Mm. And I, again, think about the person of Peter. Peter was transformed by that power. Um, he needed it, and he had Jesus in the flesh. Mm. But Scripture tells us, and it teaches us, that what's born of the flesh reproduces flesh. Mm. But what's born of the Spirit is it reproduces spiritual things. Mm. And um, I... I want more. Mm. I want more for our community. I want you to truly have the power of the Holy Spirit to help you walk out your faith. Mm. And um, those are my final thoughts. It's been exciting to see you excited <laughs> in this season. And I would say it this way um, as we pray. Um, the disciples had the best small group ever. Ever? Their, their small group went on. They named... The world has named cities and countries, mm -hmm. children. You got the disciples are famous, the best small group in the history of small groups. They had the best pastor in Jesus. Three years, he taught them the best pastor, and they still failed. They needed the Holy Spirit, and I, we have never been more aware of our weaknesses as leaders. I, I, I th 
supply and demand or the or the rule of demand we have really needed the holy spirit because of recognizing how weak we are but but in these last couple of years i'm like we're not great pastors all the time we're we're not the smartest in the room mm-hmm. our church is not amazing in every area all the time there's some areas that are stronger than others at different times depending on who's helping and how they help and then what we're allowed to do as a church and and i've never been more aware of how 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 weak or how incapable we can be and but i have hope in that because i'm like if jesus wasn't enough that small group wasn't enough then who are we to think if i can just preach well enough if we have enough small groups if we have good enough coffee if we can gather if the worship can be uh, amazing then maybe we can reach people and they had everything the best and it wasn't enough peter still denied christ judas still betrayed him you know um, people still walked away when the holy spirit became personable and was received it changed everything and we want to pray today we love our church we love pastoring we love our small groups it's but but the fuel is not willpower it's it's divine power of god and i guess no matter what your what your view of the person of the holy spirit let me ask you put it this way do you feel weak sometimes in your faith do you feel like you can't keep up with what god's doing do you feel like you're you're not strong enough do you feel like you're not passionate enough do you feel like you default to your environment you're like those guys and girls at work when they start talking that way are you are you more like your feelings or maybe your temptations than you are the call of god do you feel like you're more like your wounds or your hurts or your past than you are what god's leading you to if you would say yes to any of those then you're with me and you mm-hmm. and that's where the holy spirit makes a difference he comes Absolutely. in and empowers so we want to pray mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. um for holy spirit and we say this if you don't know jesus the first step is saying um i want to know jesus i want to acknowledge that i need to be forgiven that jesus builds a bridge and crosses that gap and sin is real sin separates us from god you're not close to god if you don't know jesus you're far from god and that's not a, a bad thing that is an amazing thing to be aware of that cuz there's hope and when you say jesus i believe you died for me you rose you build that bridge i can know god i can know that i am uh loved and accepted i know that i can be right with god you say jesus just come into my life forgive me and lead me and then a miracle happens and we say now as i follow jesus with my life he then says okay let me give you the power and the ability and that's the holy spirit absolutely so we're following jesus yes we just don't do it the hard way you can't follow jesus a good tour with no engine yeah. and we want the engine of the holy spirit so mm-hmm. we want to pray today yeah go ahead let's pray so if you're saying mike wherever you are i just feel weak i love jesus i feel weak I love Jesus. I don't feel like I have enough. I feel like I'm more like my past than my savior. You need more of the amazing person of the Holy Spirit and I need more. So, let me pray for you today. Father, we love you. We thank you for this conversation. We thank you for the stirrings. I even feel right now that it may not feel good for some people. It may feel frustrating. But God, I think you're in the frustrations. I yes. think I think one of the way you move God is through frustrations. Frustrations help us get uncomfortable where we are and I am uncomfortable mm-hmm. with my lack of power. I'm uncomfortable with the lack of change I see in my life and those around us. I'm uncomfortable with the amount of division and weakness 
So I say, God, would you just do something fresh in our church? Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, would you empower us? Would you fill us? Those watching today, those that are in this room, in my life, in our church, in Nova Church, in in our walk, would you just come? And make yourself real. We make room today. Mm-hmm. Say, God, we need you. Yes. Holy Spirit, we need you mm-hmm. more than two hours on a Sunday. We need you 24-7, every moment, in every area we find ourselves leading and following. Mm-hmm. We need you. Holy Spirit. Yes. Holy Spirit, would you come and just yes. uh, help us follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Live like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Love like Jesus. Lead like Jesus. Holy Spirit, we love you. We need you so much. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we hope you have an amazing week. Um, I pray that you're surprised this week by the inner workings of the Holy Spirit in your life. I pray that you get really, really surprised. And and we are going to see you we next will week. We see you at the Bella Rose. At the Rose. Bella Rose next mm-hmm. two weeks. Yeah. 10 a.m. online. Online church, can't wait to see you next For week. For Mother's Day. And those in person, join us at uh, the Bella Rose. We can't wait. We love you so much. We're praying for an amazing week that you're strong, yes. that you feel God's presence and His Have purpose. Have an excellent week. We love you.